Hey everybody, thanks for joining again today. Uh, we're going to pick up in Acts chapter 12, verse 25, down through Acts chapter 13, verses 1 through 12. So grab your Bible and follow along with us. Until Acts chapter 13, verse 1, Jerusalem has been the center of all the activity and the ministry of uh, Peter uh, and others. Peter has been the key apostle, but from this point on, Antioch in Syria is going to become the center of the ministry, and Paul is going to become the new leader. So keep those things in mind as we read the following, not just today, but the following chapters. Uh, let's start by reading our text today, Acts chapter 12, 25 through 13, 12. And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their ministry. They also took with them John, whose surname was Mark. Paul and Barnabas are sent to the Gentiles. Okay? Now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers. A lot of them were there. Listen to these. Barnabas, Simeon, who is called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaean, who had been brought up watch this, with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia. From there they sailed to Cyprus. And when they had arrived in Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogue of the Jews. They also had John as their assistant. Now when they had gone through the island of Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew whose name was Barhesus, who was with the proconsul, Sergius Paulus, who was an intelligent man. This man, Sergius Paulus, called for Barnabas and sought and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. He was interested in what they had to say. But Iliamus the sorcerer, for so his name is translated, withstood them, seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. Saul, who is also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, O full of all deceit, all fraud, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord. And now indeed the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. And immediately a dark mist fell on him. He went around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. Then the proconsul believed when he saw what had been done, being astonished at the teaching of the Lord. So we've got many prophets and apostles gathered together at the city of Antioch. And they're fasting. Fasting is when one denies himself, humbles himself, shows repentance. And it's all done for a purpose. It's not just done to be done. It's done for the purpose of focusing on some particular work. For Paul and uh, Barnabas, they're focusing on the work they are about to do, so they are fasting. Now, it's also important to notice that 
if you drop down to verse 3 of chapter 13, that prayer accompanies fasting. So these things go together. As this is happening, as they're doing this, the Holy Spirit says, Now separate for me Barnabas and Saul for the work I have for them to do. And so after more fasting, hands were laid on them, and they were sent away. They go to Cyprus, which, by the way, was the hometown of Barnabas. And as they went through that area preaching in the synagogues, they came to Paphos. It was there they found a sorcerer, a false prophet, who was with some of the leaders. They wanted to hear Barnabas and Saul, especially Sergius Paulus. He wanted to hear them. But the sorcerer got in the way and said, No way, I'm not going to let you do this, and opposed them. But in verse 9, Saul, who was called Paul, first time this happens, his name change, Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at the sorcerer and noticed the kind words that Paul had for the sorcerer. Oh, full of all deceit, all fraud, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease perverting the ways of the Lord? And now indeed, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. What a description of a false prophet. You know, Paul was not intimidated by him at all. He had been, now he had been led by the Lord. The false prophet is blind, has to be led by the Lord. And I found that kind of interesting because with just a couple chapters back, we saw the same thing happening to Paul. Struck blind, being led to the city, and there told by Ananias what he needed to do. The proconsul, what happened to him? The proconsul who wanted to hear what they had to say, when he saw this, it says he believed. He was astonished at what was being taught. In a way, the false prophet helped Paul share the gospel with this guy. By opposing him and by what was done, once the proconsul saw that the man was blinded, he knew that it had to be coming from someone special. So he follows, he listens. He believes. As a side note, as we end this section, starting with verse 4 of chapter 13 all the way through 14, verse 28, this is the first missionary journey of Paul. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time.